0: the rewindables, the one you take
1: to bed with you."
2: The nepo-baby discourse is still in full effect, but how are nepo-babies reacting? Well, it varies. Allison Williams has been pretty understanding about the whole thing, likening it to starting her career on third base rather than home base. "...I work really hard, whatever, but that doesn't mean that it's like, Fun. I'm not, like, an underdog. In Jamie Lee Curtis's emotional sag acceptance speech, she kind of understood where people were coming from, making special reference to the careers her parents had and how much she loved being brought up in the industry. Haley Bieber has just shown it by plastering the label on a t-shirt. But not everyone is as chill. Kate Moss's half-sister Lottie has said she's so sick of people blaming nepotism for why they aren't rich and famous or successful. Hopper Penn, son of Sean Penn and Robin Wright, has rejected the label entirely, saying I don't give a shit about that. And has implied that being given his first role on his dad's film without even auditioning doesn't count as nepotism. Kaya Gerber has poured cold water on it, saying, No artist is going to sacrifice their vision for someone's kid. Wait, wait, turn
3: this up. You
1: gotta slow
3: down, Chris. You gotta slow it way down. Did you say her name was Jim or John? Oh,
1: well, it's both, actually. Um uh, teachers, when we're growing up, you know, they used to always say, hey, you can have this one. He's a real jam. Well, good morning from Calcutta. You get the slow way down. Food black women.
0: Ain't they perfect?
1: Not always.
0: Yes, they are. They're perfect. Don't matter if they're skinny, fat, blonde, or blue. If a woman is willing to give you her love, heart, it's the greatest gift in the world. Makes you taller, makes you smart, makes you deep shine, and boy, oh boy women are My
1: perfect. My choice for the vice presidency Senator Dan Quayle. If you're ever lonely watching television, your troubles may soon be over. That's
4: because finally there's a TV that talks back to you. Kind of. Interactive TV doesn't really speak, but there is a whole lot more give and take than with your average tube.
2: You, you have,
1: have to, to be, be willing, willing to, to rewatch to a movie. Slowly.
3: Right, we're back last week we were talking about
4: what were we talking about so cliff we were talking about cliff storming the capitol last week <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know I took, I took a few minutes to step away and really think about the implications of that <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: yeah and i'm still may or may not, may or may not have been at we the don't, capitol we don't know. we'll
4: never know he's definitely one of those and blurry photos that maybe it's him that the fbi wants but we're not mistakes sure. we're, were made we're never really yeah. sure if it's him or not him that's where Listen. i think he yep. fits
1: Personally, and we're all human. Forgive him. We don't
3: pass judgment.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we don't
4: pass judgment.
3: Truly,
1: I have mistakes were made. Love in my heart for him, no matter what.
3: Yeah. So, uh, Cliff was coming home from this date with uh, with Jenny and complaining about uh, how it went to uh, to to, to to PV, and PV stayed up through the night, was working on what we discovered was this super cool helmet. So we we move from that scene and we uh, we we open
4: on the set. We are back in medieval times. We don't even know where we are. We're in medieval times, baby. Yeah. What's we going are on? Just, yeah. I thought this we was are,
1: 1938.
4: We are just in. A, yeah. We are in a castle, and there are dandy fellows uh, dressed up, sword fighting. sword fighting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes. So there are swords flying around. We are in some sort of medieval castle, like Christian says. And we quickly realize we see uh, Neville Sinclair in this long wig. And this seems to be some sort of Three Musketeers type film called The Laughing Bandit.
4: I feel like that's a Robin Hood reference, isn't it? The Laughing Bandit feels yeah, like Robin well- Hood to me
3: this is definitely
1: uh, can confirm a, a riff on 1938's real, the real movie, uh, The Adventures of Robin Hood Who
0: is this? This? Sir Robin of Locksley, Your Highness Ah! Let him approach Highness, you know, you should really teach Gisborne hospitality. I no sooner enter his castle doors there with a piece of meat than his starving servants try to snatch it from him. You should feed them, Gisborne. They'll work better. For the compliments of your royal brother, King Richard, God bless him. By my faith, that you're a bold rascal. Robin, I like you. I'm oh, gratified, Your Highness. I don't think Gisborne shares that sentiment, however. Mm, it does look sad. <laughs> What's the matter, Gisborne? Run out of hangings? I know a ripe subject for one.
1: Starring a one, Errol Flynn, mm. and if there is any question about whether or not this is supposed to be a Robin Hood uh, uh, riff, uh, later in the uh, in the scene, um, we will see one of the characters referred to as the Saxon princess. Um, and in fact, in, uh, 1938's The Adventures of Robin Hood, um, the, well, in the actual story of Robin Hood, the two sort of warring factions in that, uh, story are the Normans and the Saxons. Um, Robin Hood was a Saxon and he led the, uh, rebellion, uh, against the Norman lords, uh, oppressing him and the, uh, sort of Saxon commoners, uh, that he was, you know, aligned with. So, yeah, this is definitely... A, uh, a Robin the Hood The swashbuckling
4: uh, Hollywood Robin Hood tale and uh you know him you love him Neville Sinclair is mm-hmm. our our Robin Hood stand in the Laughing yeah. Bandit.
1: It's, it's kind of crazy to me that you know this movie riffs on uh on the Errol Flynn you know Robin Hood movie uh and in real life the rocketeer was going head to head with Uh, At the box office with a Robin Hood movie.
4: That's right, Uh, Prince of Thieves. Kevin
1: Kevin Costner's Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, which uh, it got completely destroyed by at the box office. A time of war.
0: Homecoming. A time of tyrants. A time when the only way to uphold justice was to break the law. He gave the people the yeah. to fight.
4: Baby, so, fuck mine out. A hit,
1: Ugh,
0: theme trash,
1: song. <laughs> hit garbage. Theme song. I hated that. Oh, oh God, on MTV fighting. all day in yep. 1991, every day. But you're right. Uh, he, this
4: movie, Rocketeer, was going head to head with Robin Hood in the box office. And he yeah. was also going head to head with Robin Hood in the movie. And yeah. Neville yeah. Sinclair
3: sticking it to us at all yep. times. Prince, Prince of Thieves. Every which way?
4: Prince
1: of Thieves dropped on June 14th uh, and was an absolute phenomenon. And then Rocketeer. Kind of crawled into theaters on June 21st, just a week later. Which may help explain why not many people saw it.
4: I love this sequence because it's just like a again, it's like a movie within a movie done very well. It's like yeah, again, like this movie looks like the movies from the '40s that were the swashbuckler tales. Everyone's cl- clinging their swords together, like you know, fencing style. We're now understanding why earlier, when we saw Eddie Valentine with Neville, why he was just wandering around with a swashbuckling sword. The man was doing the work. He was, he was he's in rehearsing. character. He was rehearsing yeah, character. the yeah. uh, method
1: acting. Yeah, yep.
4: yeah, yeah. So in this
3: first frame of the scene, we see these tall, elaborate, almost like shadow puppets on the wall of this castle. Mm. Uh, and they're, they're sword fighting on the backdrop of this brick castle, the, the shadows. And as the first few frames unfold, we clearly see that we're in some sort of medieval castle and it's like a full-fledged battle and dozens and dozens and dozens of people are engaged in... One-on-one sword fights, and Neville Sinclair has his tall leather boots and tights, and he he has an eye mask, and like you guys said, he's looking like Robin Hood, swinging his sword, and he's in a duel with another man, presumably some sort of crooked duke or earl. Mm -hmm. Or Sheriff uh, of Nottingham, perhaps. mm -hmm. Sheriff of Nottingham, maybe. So Neville and this foe of his that he's trading blows with, they're battling... And they hit up the staircase of the castle in this clearly, you know, very staged choreographed fight scene. And Neville has the guy pinned against the stone column of the castle. And he puts the tip of his sword to his throat. And the guy says, kill me as I stand. I thought you were a sporting man. And Neville says, true. I would hate to stain my legend on a villain such as you. And Neville takes his sword, Mm. takes it off the guy's throat and moves it to his tunic, and flicks the little rose that's pinned to his shirt. What? Kill me as I stand?
0: I thought you were a sporting man. True. I'd hate to stain my legend on a villain such as you.
3: Just a few scenes earlier. Where have
1: I seen that before? He did
3: the exact same thing with Eddie Valentine, yeah. guys. Oh, baby. And Neville flicks that corsage into the air and it sails and it and it and it lands into the hands
4: of one of the uh, noble women standing yes. nearby. a fair maiden weep for anyone who wanders up to Neville Sinclair at this time with a boutonniere. That thing yeah. is being flicked. He knows how to do it and he is going to do it.
1: <laughs> He's going to start yes, by and- sticking the point of that sword against your throat. And then he's going to move it down to the lapel. <laughs> and
4: flick it exactly where he wants it to go. And he does. He flicks it right to the young woman, uh, the yeah. the Saxon princess. This guy's been practicing. Yeah, the
3: Saxon princess. And importantly, he blows her a kiss, this woman, the, the, noble, the noble woman who he flicks the corsage to. He blows her a kiss. Presumably, it's a love interest of his character.
1: Which he did right? not do to Eddie's gangster goons. Uh, That's right. Yeah, after
3: they caught the, uh, the corsage off of... Uh,
1: eddie's lapel yeah something i really didn't appreciate as a kid is just how hilarious the scene is as like a parody of uh you know like corny 1930s action movie um it does it all. He, after he
4: swoops down on a rope on which yeah pulls up the uh the you know the candelabra the chandelier. On the chandelier and he swooshes over to the table and grabs a goblet of, of wine and to yeah. enjoy it merrily. It's just like exactly what you think in your head a 1940s swashbuckler would be.
0: <laughs> Prepare to die that we may learn the identity of the laughing bandit. Why wait, wait? Good heavens, it's original. None of her. <laughs>
1: It's, it's so silly, but also like when he rips off the little like tiny strip of fabric over his eyes and everyone his in eyes. the room is shocked <gasps> to discover his true identity. And some guy goes, good heavens, it's Sir Reginald. And Neville Sinclair goes, <laughs> "None of <other." laughs> And it's like just so over the top. Uh, and, Timothy and absurd.
4: Dalton loves this role. I would, oh, yeah. If, if, if we get, so to, talk to, if so we get to talk to Timothy Dalton, which I hope we do, uh, I just think this has to be one of his favorite roles, and uh, this man played James Bond, but he's having so much fun in this movie. Love it.
1: Yeah, because of course he's poking fun at you know the original Robin Hood, but also at himself as you know the the suave, daring, swashbuckling James Bond. Yeah, and he is uh, you you can't yeah like there's you can't deny he's having the time of his life.
3: Can we also just? core one out for the casting director of The Laughing Bandit because Neville Sinclair is a great casting huge choice get, for this get. role. They oh, got yeah.
4: Neville Sinclair for this film? Like,
3: it, it's it's, to play this it's, part. <laughs> it's a real meta exercise a movie within a movie mm-hmm. but what whatever you want to say whether it's Timothy Dalton or Neville Sinclair either way that person is a great choice yeah for this yeah. Robin Hood really like character like if i was Neville Sinclair's agent watching this movie i'd be like or if i was Timothy Dalton's agent watching this movie i'd be like man we really ought to get Timothy's scene for like our Robin Hood part cuz he's really actually kind of convincing <laughs> Wielding this sword with the long hair and and the eye mask and the tights, like he can actually sort of work in this world. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, it's really
1: a shame that he wasn't cast in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights uh, just a couple years later because he would have been amazing in that. But but. I
4: will say that the all the work the the casting department put into getting Neville Sinclair is completely undercut by the young woman who's playing the Saxon princess.
0: Would that you drink of my lips as deeply? Cut! 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 Back to first.
4: Yeah, immediately does line reading that is so god awful that they must stop. The the scene that is going beautifully. <laughs> like, yeah Oh, my prince, with that, you drink on my lips as deeply, uh, which, you know, it really does remind me, if you've not seen it, uh, the Coen Brothers underrated modern classic Hail Caesar, in which there's this Texan, mm. a, a Western actor named Toby who cannot lead, read his lines in English. Uh, mm-hmm. and another true they,
1: himbo who just uh, another yeah, himbo
4: but it's a beautiful man who it has, has no talent same dynamic so this must have been a thing this must have been an actual problem if it's been brought about in this movie hail caesar of like these kind of like classic american actors trying to do uh, a little bit more of the english bent and just failing miserably because <laughs> like the directors has to basically teach her how to line read which happens in *Hail Caesar* with "Would they, if it were so simple?" <laughs> Merrily we dance, twenty-seven apple, take two. Uh.
0: Action!
2: Oh, Monty, come join me on the divan. Seems Allegra's like a no-show, which is simply a bore. But I'll partner you and Bridge. Why the pout.
1: Would that it were
0: so simple?
1: Cut. Um, very good. Very good. Um
0: Try this. Your line, just say it as I say it. Say your line exactly as I'm about to, just as I'm about to do. Sure. Okay. Would the tutor say simple? Would the it twas simple. Would the it
1: twas simple. Would the it twas as simple.
0: My dear boy, why do you say that? Why do you say twas?
1: Will you say say like I said? Yes. Would that it twas simple. Would the it twas simple. Would that it twas a simple. Would that would
0: the twas as simple. Watch my mouth. Would the it
1: twas simple.
0: Would the it twas simple. Keep your head still. Would the it twas simple. Would the it twas simple.
2: Would that simple. I'm trying to say that, Mr. Lawrence. Lawrence. Hmm.
1: I thought. A minute ago it was L- Lawrence. No,
0: we can use Christian names, my good dear boy. Lawrence is fine, just as I called you, Hobie. Okay. So, would the it were so simple? Would that it twas? Understand no, no, no. that. Would the detour so simple? Trippingly. Would that it twer- so simple, trippingly? No, don't say trippingly. Say the line, trippingly. Would that it twer- Would 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 that it would that it twas the Would me. that it twas Would that it twas the Would that it the same? Would that it Would that it twas the same? Roofful, roofful, roofful. Would that it twas the Roofful,
3: simple. Would that it twas? simple. Would that it twas the
0: same? You could say selfful, roofful, selfful. Would that it twas the Would that it? Would that it the Why are
4: you doing this? Would the it twas the Just keep still. That same, this impossible little like kind of tongue twister line for the the 1940s you know these people were country bumpkins before this i think that's what people forget about hollywood in general Mm -hmm. is these people like might seem like incredible but a lot of them were like basically two steps from trailer trash before (laughs) being on film like this is a common problem that like people forget
1: took a bus to la from oklahoma or indiana or wherever they came from yeah
4: and uh neville's not loving it so he throws down his sword and uh and we end our little sequence. And um.
1: yeah. And of course, the the maiden delivers the same line that Jenny had practiced earlier uh, with right. Cliff at the beginning of their date. The, oh, my prince, would the you drink of my lips as deeply? Um, but yes, this woman absolutely butchers it. And Sinclair, Neville Sinclair's you know face drops and director yells, cut, cut, cut.
3: Yeah, um, he is so unimpressed. Yeah. Like like literally he totally just drops out of character. Like her reading of the line oh, yeah. he is knows, so like, bad. That's a, that's, he's just like, I can't I can't I can't go on with the scene. Like that's just that this is so artificial. Yeah. And so he just drops out of the scene, drops out of character, sort of almost like rolls his eyes, basically. He's totally unimpressed with her line reading. The director screams cut cut cut. And so they're gonna reset. And they're gonna shoot the scene again. And the director comes over to the actor playing the noblewoman. And he goes, "Sweetheart."
0: Oh my prince, would that you drink of my lips as deeply. Cut, cut, cut! In the arc. Back to uh, first position. Uh, that, uh, said, oh. oh good lord, Victor! How many times are we gonna have to do this? Listen, sweetheart, acting. Is acting like you're not acting, so act, but don't act like you're acting. Get it? All right. Why don't
1: we try
3: that? Acting is acting like you're not acting, <laughs> so act, but don't act like you're acting. Yeah. Get it? Which is fair is advice. That, that's,
1: that's, as an actor, it, Chris, would you think, think that's is that good good direction?
3: It's cor- it's good direction. The problem is you can't say that to someone without making them feel bad completely self-conscious <laughs> yeah.
4: there are yeah. definitely times where i've had to do like little... like yes
3: that is the, that is the right it's like i don't know like, i mean this director I... is
1: fed up i gotta shout out the, the director victor uh by oh the way played, played by sam vincent i absolutely love this guy's got a tiny talk part about this guy but he is yeah. phenomenal um just so exasperated very very much i don't know if it was just me but chris did you get any uh kind of uh um uh you know, like vibes of the, uh, the cutting edge Albertville Olympics, uh, uh, the, like judge. the, the director, no, not the, not the judge, but the director who's trying to get them to the ice, um, when they're delivering oh, yes, up uh, yes, he's yes, like right yes, in between yes. them and he's like, just so like stressed and yes. like just absolutely. literally
3: on the verge of a panic attack <laughs> yeah. yeah, at all times. Yeah. And, this I, guy and I had that same kind of The energy. stakes are so high for this guy. I get yeah. a lot of credit. I,
4: mean, I, mean, I think it's a kudos to anyone who is not only an actor, because I think sometimes when you have like a full meaty, you know, leading or like supporting role with a lot to, to do, those sequences are actually like, there's something to glom onto. I almost give more credit to the actors that are truly background extras uh, who play it well, or the, the character who does one line reading. Because you can step on a rake so quickly. Like the few times in my life where I've been told it's like, so true, Hey, man. can you help me out on this project? And I'm, I don't intend to be an actor, want to be an actor. I've, I always love doing comedy, but not to like that. And whenever like the camera started rolling, my head immediately started, thinking and this is why i'm not an actor where i just immediately starts rolling and i go wait a minute what does my mouth do when i'm not doing anything like (laughs) you just start being like what where do i put my arms when i'm not doing anything it it gets you an acting teacher described it like
3: yeah an acting teacher described it like this what if i told you christian uh whatever you do just don't think of an elephant Mm.
4: all you're gonna (laughs) do all you're going to do is think of that
3: all you literally all you can do is like okay don't think about like don't think of an elephant don't think of an elephant like don't think of a pink elephant don't think about an elephant but it's like how do you once you've planted that seed it's impossible to get it out like once the toothpaste is out of the tube so you're just trying to pretend that you're not thinking of an elephant yeah
4: and and quite frankly i don't blame this actress because she's not good we know that's the point of the scene however you know The whole time you can see, like, she's just, that whole sequence is happening, and all she's saying in her head is the line she's about to say. She's not reacting off of anything. She's not in the scene. Now, to be fair, I'm going to call a spade a spade, which I, I didn't really, like, watch the sequence with this in mind. Jenny and Irma are in the background in the scene, and quite frankly, they're not doing a lot. Like they're kind of like total window dressing in the scene but they're not even giving wow, a lot wow like from Cliff
1: Secord over here Jeez, she's <laughs> just, yep. it's a good job Yeah, yeah okay? where, she's
4: trying to where, were honest,
3: where were you on January where were you on January 6th
4: I bought a donut I'd in like Las to know Angeles, your whereabouts yes. but I will say that <laughs> let's um, see your Facebook history yeah, yeah. <laughs> the I mean, obviously the parts for these women are underwritten in general. That would be the problem, the root problem of the laughing bandit, if I can be so transparent about criticizing the screenplay within the screenplay. These women weren't given a lot to do other than be damsels in distress. But so you know
3: Yeah, we cut to Jenny and Irma mm-hmm. lamenting about, you know, the woman saying her her one line opposite Neville Sinclair that, you know, she's she's horrible and and, and stiff. And all I could think of is Guys, Jenny and Irma, these are not just extras. These are non-speaking characters. Yes. Mm -hmm. These are non-speaking characters They're draftable
4: characters uh, within the film. (laughs) The Saxon. (laughs) If we were doing
1: (laughs) a non-speaking character draft of the Laughing Bandit. The
3: Laughing Bandit. They would be eligible. They would (laughs) 1,000% eligible. And by the way. Ben, the AMPTP would love for these to be people to be replaced oh, yeah. by digital AI, images maybe. and CGI. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> AI. Yep. yeah. But no, no, as this is medieval times, we love their real life skin and their flesh and their bones and their organic human expressions and feelings. It's captured on film. <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, Jenny and Irma. Are are there. They are non-speaking characters, but they're there. And so they're lamenting uh, this woman's performance that it's very rigid and stiff.
2: Up that area. It's redress the boy, oh, boy is she a block of wood. You know your audition was so much better. Irma, everybody's audition was better. Does it matter when you're the producer's niece? So she gets to play a scene with Neville Sinclair and we play scenery. I love Hollywood.
4: All right, everybody,
0: positions, and please, let's try to get it right this time.
3: And uh, they talk about how the fact is that, well, she's the producer's niece, so she's going to get that one line. Yeah. You know, obviously this was a part that Jenny was up for and she didn't get it. And probably she should have gotten it. Cause if we're just basing these things on talent
4: alone, she probably could have nailed it, but she's not the producer's needs. And this right. happens about- folks. This happens. I would like, it's not even a joke. This does happen in Hollywood. It just does. It just does.
1: You're telling me that, that nepotism exists mm-hmm. in, we got, in nepo this, yep. we got a Nepo baby. We got a Nepo baby We got Nepo baby
4: in the movie. <laughs> That's the hardest world to make it in, man. In acting? Because oh, they don't have to pick you. You could be amazing. And some shitty casting agent, some shitty director, they might not like you. They might. You might remind them of an ex-boyfriend. They might think you're too confident or they might be
0: playing power trip games. Yeah. There's too much, and there's an all the nepotism too. It seems like in that oh, industry. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a lot of like you see so many people get opportunities where you're like, man, did that person really,
1: or was there or were opportunities where their family was involved? You know, this is shocking.
3: <laughs> Playing the part of nepo yeah. baby on the set of the Laughing Bandit, we got a nepo baby. Yeah.
1: yeah. Do you guys?
3: Yeah. And so Do- it just it makes your blood boil. Yeah, it makes your blood boil and the system is rigged. Yeah. And, you know... <laughs> Where yeah, were you, you wonder, 6th, you, wonder you wonder why people show up at the Capitol with a pitchfork. <laughs> and it's because maybe we do need to drain the swamp. Yeah. Maybe we do need change. Yeah,
1: this country's going to shit. It's like a third-world country. Um, we got to fix it somehow. we got oh to take out the deep state, and there's oh only boy. one man for the job. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm wondering if you guys are aware of a little bit of trivia uh, to take it even one level deeper... Uh-huh. Um, the actress that Jenny and Irma are, you know, making fun of and and, and lamenting that she's the producer's niece. The, the actress playing that uh, part is uh, is a woman by the name of Lisa Peterson. And I'm wondering if you guys oh, realize uh, that in real life she was the then wife of no no the director of The Rocketeer, Joe Johnston. <laughs>
4: no way! What? That, is, that correct. is yes a joke within a joke within that a joke. That is
1: a yeah a little Easter egg for you real Rocketeer heads. That, that is yes.
3: staggering. Phenomenal. The woman
1: that plays the Hollywood nepo hire in The Last <laughs> Bandit was a Hollywood Wait, so hire in that uh, is at
3: least that is at least the second case of the rewindables snuffing out a uh, wife or spouse or girlfriend or partner of one of the film's critical players being cast in a small, minor, one-line role of the film. We did it, of course, with Claudia
4: Harrow. <laughs> oh, in, God, yes.
1: I was racking my brain. I was like, who else? Yeah. Claudia yeah.
4: Harrow. Claudia Harrow. Claudia Harrow. That was my entry into yeah, the series. And with that with yeah. You might remember. Yeah. Of course, that's how Christian found <laughs> himself on Cousin's on the the podcast. origin story. Yeah. That's how I came <laughs> into this. This is my <laughs> laughing bandit entrance. Birthed
1: <laughs> in the embers of Claudia Harrow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but, but the wow. system
4: is rigged folks yeah, oh The system
1: is, is rigged this It is absolutely ADM. is and we point it out Wherever we can We need update. a change
3: agent Hey guys it's Chris I Wanted to take a quick break here To remind you that the Rewindables is now On Patreon If you love what we do and love what we make And you want to help us keep this podcast Independent and ad free Obviously it's just a labor of love for all of us you can help us out by going over to patreon.com slash the rewindables patreon.com slash the rewindables there are three different tiers of membership each with different perks It's the simplest and easiest way to support all the movie deep dive podcasts that we create becoming a patreon gets you all sorts of perks with bonus podcasts and content about the
4: rocketeer and I was sitting there eating a cupcake and I look up and I was like is that rosebud from Citizen Kane and yes it was <laughs> <With> In- the- <laughs> His office. He just has rose bud. You also get
3: access to Swish FM Plus, which is the irreverent basketball deep dive podcast that I do with Ben. It comes so if you're in a position to help, head over there. It's greatly felt and appreciated. Patreon.com slash The Rewindables. You sign up, you'll get a private podcast feed where all the bonus content with the uh, free episodes will be delivered every week. Patreon.com slash The Rewindables. Now back to the show.
4: Now, Meanwhile, uh, everything comes to a screeching halt in this uh, th- this scene. She they redo the line. Uh, she she nails it better.
0: Oh my prince, would that you drink of my lips as deeply.
4: <laughs> and the second, um, you know, she gets the line right. Oops, Cliffy Court has wandered into the set. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah. behind Bo- the scenes. Cliff Record has come in to the set and is wandering around trying to find Jenny, and oops, he touches a stage set wall and it kind uh, we're
3: moving way too fast. Too fast? Yeah, this let's is way in. yeah, much too fast. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. So Ben Cliff walks in and he is wait, wait, in let's his back classic.
1: Back it up even before Cliff walks in because there is a, a okay. quick little shot I just wanted to note uh for the record. The little slate that the uh, that the you know assistant oh, yeah, director I'm guessing uh, uh, or whoever that, whoever right, that role is on the set. All right, everybody,
0: positions, and please let's try to get
3: it
1: right this time. Laughing Bandit, scene one fourteen, take twenty eight, and action. Gives us some some vital information.
3: We get I agree the with this
1: title of the film, The Laughing Bandit. Um, and uh, you know, when we were talking about how you know, sort of exasperated and and exhausted the this director is. We see from the slate that this is take twenty-eight of the scene. So you know, I think it's uh, I think it's it's somewhat. uh, We've been working on this one for a while. Understandable. This guy's frustration.
4: Oh baby! um, Yeah, and this this, is a
3: huge scene. This is like we have dozens of of background performers. There's all this choreography, set pieces moving. You know, like all the choreography of the chandelier moving up and down. Like so much stuff can go wrong. So for for them to call cut because of a shitty, you know, line read. It's like, it must've been really bad. Yeah. I will say yeah, this, uh, parts.
4: this slate has other extremely important information, uh, mm-hmm. oh, for yeah. the context, which is the date on the slate says the date. October 15th. So that puts us October at October 15th, 1938 15. is yep. when they're shooting this scene. Now what was going on in real history, October 15th, 1938 the German occupation of Czechoslovakia had begun. Of course. The German annexation of Czechoslovakia border known as the Sudetenland. And this is uh, a pretty much when Hitler's like pretty much his offensive. had started. <laughs> it was on October mm-hmm. 15th was yeah. uh, his ambitions had pushed him into actual full fledged war. And that is what's going on on October 15th in, this- uh, in Germany.
1: Yeah, despite the the fake news propaganda, uh, a little like a newsreel that we saw in the movie theater, uh, turns out Hitler was amassing troops on yep. the uh, Czech border. So. Yes,
4: so that was, um, you know, that little reel that they watched basically two nights before, maybe a night before. Uh, in reality, things are amiss. In, yeah, I'm thinking Europa. this is
1: that we're thinking this is the next day, right? This is the yep. this is the day. So October 14th is, is Cliff and Jenny's date. Yeah. Uh, Cliff wakes up this morning to find the helmet on the you know kitchen table and then decides hey I'm going to go to uh to to my my girl's workplace and uh see if I can patch try to make up. it up yeah.
3: yeah 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 so so they sync up they we we have the uh the board it claps for sinks for sound and uh in walks Cliff Ben onto the sound stage and he's to be clear walking Behind the scenes, but I just wanted to pour one out here for his whole look, Ben. Mm-hmm. So he's wearing those classic khaki purse and the tan leather jacket. And he looks like he's coming straight from the airfield or something, mm-hmm. like, he, you know, but he's wandering around the film set behind the scenery, behind these enormous scenery, you know, flats. Mm-hmm. And we can hear the scene unfolding. We, we hear the dialogue. Yeah, we hear which it in the background. Familiar yeah. with, yeah. And so they do, you know, several takes just as they uh, they get something usable. Cliff, you know, he's showing up by surprise to talk to Jenny.
1: Yeah, he thinks he's, he's doing some, you know, grand gesture <clears throat> to prove that he's, uh, you know, taking Jenny's advice to heart and he's you know really trying to make up for his uh, his fuck up the night before mm-hmm. um but he's clearly a fish out of water in this world yeah. you know, he's wandering around he's looking at, at the at the at these uh you know the, the the set and all the you know props and flats stagecraft and, he's you know, walking extras. through the stagecraft
4: uh behind yeah. the scenes and
1: he's, and he's just like geez, look at this and he's looking up into the you know uh, yeah. up and down into the, into the rafters and stuff and clearly very you know, kind of bewildered and and uh, intimidated by this whole by this whole scene and then um you know it's... and we
3: can hear in the distance the dual sequence we can hear the swords clinking and we can hear the dialogue okay, being you know re-performed and in film right
0: action <laughs> 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 what? kill me as i stand i thought you were a sporting man true i'd hate to stay my legend on a villain such as you
3: and so, yeah, Cliff finds a little crack to in the scenery, peek through it to watch the action. Yeah, yeah, and behind we, one of these enormous flats, behind one of these walls.
4: Uh, he just kind of is trying to see what's going on through just like the uh, ever so sliver of crack in in the wood. So he leans close, and I gotta say, the um, we could blame Cliff here, obviously, because he causes what's about to happen. But I also, boy, the safety standards on sets in the 40s were, were lacking in every single way that a little... A little touch of Cliff's hand. And oh, this he doesn't set,
1: even touch. He doesn't set. even touch.
4: It's like a breath, yeah. a breath on the wood. And this whole thing,
3: I think thing it's even debate. I comes... think it's even debatable whether he even touched it. it yeah, but, it might not yeah. be
1: his fault at all. I think he you was can go, in, go frame, in the, in the, wrong frame at the wrong time. Yeah, we never actually see he him was... put his hands on the on the flat. You never
3: see him like touch the flat and then it falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just starts tipping over, and he sort of like raises his hand, maybe to even just try to catch it or something. Mm-hmm
0: that we may learn the identity of the laughing bandit. Wait, wait. Good heavens, it's her kingdom. None of Oh, my prince, would that you drink of my lips as deeply. Yeah!
4: What? Excuse me, I'm, I'm looking for Jenny Blake.
0: Jenny, Jenny Blake. <laughs> Does anyone know a Jenny Blake? God.
3: Like, it's literally just like his breath or maybe like the weight of his footstep sort of like tips it over. But yeah, point being, Christian, like, man, safety was just not the... And to be
4: fair, that was true in the 40s. Like, there were plenty of, like, people that, like, had, like, you know, got stabbed on set, and they were just like, ah, just get them off set, and we'll get another person in there in a hot set. (laughs) Well, we're about
1: to see something. Yeah, so,
4: but, like, it's amazing, like, when Cliff – to be fair, Cliff doesn't only – this little breath that he puts on the back wall doesn't only make – that wall fall down other bits of wall everything comes crashing down and neville sinclair goes diving under the table like a little like turtle in uh in a duck and cover video or something like <laughs> he he immediately goes diving underneath the table to protect himself
0: Oh, I hope he's okay. Mr. Sinclair. give us a hand with his flat will you you okay mr sinclair oh, i'm right. i'm fine well, never let it be said Neville Sinclair failed to bring down the house.
4: <laughs> so credit to the you know the reaction time on Neville Sinclair. This guy is definitely aware of his scene and his his set. Um, oh yeah. And that poor the poor actress playing
3: the noble woman because this time she nails yeah, line. She I goes, "Oh say. my prince, would that you drink of my lips so deeply." Mm-hmm. And and she gets a resounding sort of like yeah, yeah nod from the director. Like he like yes. Director's like, like, like we got it we got it, finally. Take 28, like, we finally, yeah, this is gonna, be, this is gonna the be the one. one. <laughs> like, yep. we fi- it's all coming together this time. Yep. And, and so she says her line and Neville leaps up on the banquet table just as Cliff, who again, maybe, maybe has a hand placed on the back of the flat. He's just listening to everything unfold. He tips over the wall of this castle and it comes crashing down and nearly kills Neville, yeah. who deftly sort of, dives beneath a table
1: director looks like he's about to have a fucking coronary this is (laughs)
3: catastrophic you know cliff is just standing there
1: yeah he's so after the the set comes crashing down cliff is standing there like an idiot excuse me i'm i'm looking for jenny blake
0: jenny Jenny Blake. <laughs> Does anyone know a Jenny Blake?
1: Uh, excuse me. I'm looking for Jenny Blake. <laughs> Who the dumbest, is, most, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, what are you thinking, man? You just, yeah. like, he's just so clueless, so naive and self-absorbed.
3: The director. Let's just talk about the director for one second. Yeah. So when, when the wall comes crashing down, he's got this look on his face like he's both going to murder cliff and also like he's like it's like a mix of like i have to murder this guy a and b i also have
4: to find a new job (laughs) i mean he's he's about to be cost a full day of shoot let's be honest like this wall has got to be repaired yeah Yeah. you can't just tilt that wall back up and keep shooting like this thing needs to be repainted like this is a a catastrophic yeah
1: everyone go back to your trailer this is like a (laughs) five-hour setback
4: yeah this is a huge setback and i will I, i chris you are uh an actor so you probably have better knowledge than ben and i how uncouth is it for a backup character actor to have someone show up on set like is this like truly like unthinkable oh, you would never work again yeah.
3: yeah like it's it's just like the stakes are so high there's so much money involved that this is grounds for like well yeah you'll just never work again <laughs> like you literally like at this point the consequences of this for jenny are like all right so career change like like <laughs> literally you have to go home and start working on a resume f- for a new career yes. like you you won't you won't you're not you can no longer work in hollywood if Jenny has an agent, I mean, someone like this probably doesn't even have an agent. But if she worked with some sort of casting agency for background performers, they would just cut her from the roster and oh, be like, man. yeah, unfortunately, yeah. you're unemployable. She's already um, hanging on by so... a
1: thread. Like, for her career to work out, like, every single thing has to fall into place perfectly. Yeah. And, like, this is the the type of thing that just derails all that.
3: Brutal. Yeah. And and Cliff, so Cliff is just standing there as the flat falls. He's clearly the reason why the flat fell down. Yeah, everyone's he's
1: got this look, halted and staring you know, at him.
3: He's just got egg on his face, and then he says, selfishly, I might add, "Excuse me, <laughs> I'm looking for Jenny Blake." <laughs> yeah. Like clearly, man, yeah. like just fall on your sword. Yeah, just, just, just back away. No one knows why you're there. Exactly. What you're doing there. Just yeah. get out just of there. Don't get your girlfriend involved. Yeah. Don't make like. There's one last thing you can do, which is save your girlfriend's career. Yeah. And he doesn't no. He goes uh, Excuse me I'm looking for Jenny Blake And like a fucking Madman This director st- Basically A la the Joker <laughs> Christian, Yeah Starts cackling To yeah, himself this, Like, with, like he might as well Have the mirror yeah. He yeah. might as well Have the mirror With the tape <laughs> On his <Yeah>. face <laughs>
0: Understand that the nerves were
3: completely severed, Mr. Napier.
1: <laughs>
3: you see what I have to work with here. He starts cackling to himself. Jenny Blake. Yeah. does anyone know a jenny blake he's in yes.
1: full-on joker mode he yeah. is he's he's got nothing else to to lose in his yep. life he yep. is yeah he's he's uh, just absolute yeah gonza. yeah and uh, no very no, she, much
3: she, he's totally he's come undone and jenny just raises her hand and
1: walks over to cliff just absolutely and... must be burning with humiliation shame yeah. anger Knowledge that her career may very well be over,
3: um, <laughs> and, yep. and and the director who is on the verge of a nervous breakdown yeah. beneath his breath just says <laughs> he's at the end of his rope. Cut, like yeah. he's like, yeah,
1: uh, cut. Amazing, amazing line delivery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take what down, Excuse me, I'm I'm looking for Jenny Blake. Jenny, Jenny Blake. <laughs> Does anyone know a Jenny
4: Blake? God. Full Joker, full Joker yeah. stuff here. <laughs> yes, he is uh, about to go goblin mode. This guy is nuts. Uh, yeah. But I, yeah. I do love this because, again, this also speaks to just like the the very much the sycophantic relationship of, of people on sets with lead actors. I mean, everyone's like, oh my God, are you okay, Mr. Sinclair? Now, to be fair, he did mm-hmm. just dive under a table and nearly get crushed. But uh, Neville comes out, and again, classic actor, like totally should be embarrassed, humiliated. And he goes, yes, I'm fine. And then comes up with a quippy line in order to kind of prove, like, I am, you know, so so great. Where he goes, well...
0: You okay, Mr. Sinclair?
4: Oh, I'm oh, all right. I'm fine.
0: <sighs> well, never let it be said Neville Sinclair failed to bring down the house.
4: <laughs> never let it be said that Neville Sinclair failed to bring down the house. And at this point, all the crew, like it's such a, a, a cheese ball line, but everyone's yeah. like, ha, ha ha ha. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. look at you. You're love- amazing. Ha, ha. He's in a good mood. Yeah. He's not gonna have us, yeah. you know, he's he's not gonna sue us. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically, like that crew at that moment would be like, This guy's gonna throw a hot coffee in my face the second <laughs> he gets a hot right. coffee. Like that's right. they all know, and having worked on many a television show, this moment does happen where you're like, Oh, <laughs> The person who's in charge here, the the lead star of this show, is in a he's mood. He's being a good sport. He's in a mm. mood. Like, he's playing it down, but you know that the second he can fly off the handle, he's going to, and you... <laughs> Lowly crew guy will have not a shot in hell. You are just going to be on the on the bad end of this. On the receiving end. You're going to be on the receiving end, and you know that sums up the problem Hollywood right there, which is (laughs) that you know all this awful stuff is happening, and you just have to take it. And uh, yeah, so everyone's trying to.
1: You don't want to be in that next uh, Christian Bale leaked uh, uh, moment, yeah.
4: Kick your fucking
0: ass! I want you off the fucking set, you prick. Now, don't just be sorry. Think for one fucking second. The, the fuck are you doing? Are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip down? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I want. No! No! Don't shut me up. Am I gonna walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, uh, da 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 da, like this in the background? What the fuck is it with you? What don't you fucking understand? You got any fucking idea about, hey, it's fucking distracting having somebody walking up behind Bryce in the middle of the fucking scene. Give me a fucking answer. What don't you get about it? I was looking at the light. Oh, good for
4: you. And how was it? I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now, isn't it? You can just tell, like, the crew is trying to pacify Neville at this point. Uh, yeah. And I love this next sequence. And I, like, underlined it, highlighted it, because there is, like, a subtext within a subtext of, like, it's a movie within a movie. And, like, yeah, we've got underlines
1: to what happens. This now. next sequence
4: is, like, somebody on the crew goes, somebody call a nurse. Charlie's been stabbed.
0: Well, never let it be said Neville Sinclair failed to bring down the house. <laughs> <laughs> somebody call the nurse Charlie's been stabbed Charlie Ugh. Charlie oh my God forgive me Charlie
1: I, I had no idea
4: and, yeah and Neville leaps into trying to be Charlie the hero. being the guy
1: that was sword fighting with Neville you know in yes. the scene in the as scene the, he, as the bad guy
4: yes and so he uh he jumps into like full kind of like heroic empathetic man but you can tell yeah immediately
1: pushes other people that are are like around him trying to tend to him pushes people out of the way so that he can come in and (laughs) kneel down next to Charlie
4: like he may as well just start shouting like A-lister A-lister out of my way I'm an A-lister yeah like so he says as though like he was a doctor as though there was something that he could do he goes Charlie oh my god forgive me Charlie I had no idea
0: well never let it be said Neville Sinclair failed to bring down the house (laughs) (laughs) Somebody call the nurse. Charlie's been stabbed. Charlie. Charlie. Oh, my God, forgive me, Charlie. I I had no idea. Did you think I was
4: stealing the scene? Don't talk. Don't even move. And Charlie, who has been (laughs) stabbed, actually... (laughs) physically stabbed and is bleeding out lying on, on, in a pool of his own blood pool on the floor of, of the set. Blood on set looks up at Neville and says did you think I was stealing the scene <laughs> and Neville Sinclair after this <laughs> it's very important gives a Cheshire grin like he is like oh this is my thing like yes like I you, this fuels me and he goes don't talk don't even move but like this sequence, it's never brought up again. Neville and Charlie's whole backstory is all such... right here. It's yeah, I've amazing. Been, I've been
1: dying to unpack this with you guys because this is honestly like the one part of the movie, like the only part where I was just like, wait, why did this happen? They're like, like they're so just blowing us a kiss. Let's do it yeah. like line by line though. So, oh my God, forgive me, Charlie, because the implication is that neville actually stabbed him with his sword when they were sword fighting and but that, that, that he would feels have been
4: bad about it That he, the he, implications that he actually feels
2: bad about it
1: well yeah maybe but again like so this was this this all happened this wasn't a, as a result of the set falling apart because this all they were sword fighting before the set thing neville was standing by himself when the set came down and he rolled under the table so it wasn't as a result of the of the you know accident Ooh. on set it happened earlier before that when they were like on the stairs you know like fighting or whatever But then, what does it mean that he says, oh, my God, forgive me, Charlie, I had no idea? Charlie!
0: Charlie. Oh, my God, forgive me, Charlie. I had no idea. Did you think I was
1: stealing the scene? I had no idea is a very weird thing to say. Like, what, you had no idea that, like, you were using a real sword? Or that, like... I had no idea it stabbed
4: act- you. I think I had no idea that I like, had no
1: idea that I, I got had no idea to, that I
4: actually
3: punctured your flesh. Yes.
4: I had no idea I, no idea I, idea. I caused yeah. um you know uh <laughs> Yes. that I think he had no idea that he had caused harm because he was so into the scene and the sequence.
1: Okay. I guess that doesn't make more sense. So, yeah, when he saw like Charlie like fall to the ground, he, he assumed you're he right. was still acting.
4: He stabbed um, him on the stairs. This was before... You're right, Cliff. This actually doesn't have anything to do with the set collapsing. This is just yeah. really like, I, I stabbed did, you I, on the stairs and... Didn't even care that you were like over on the ground. So this is that. like one of
1: those like Wizard of Oz things where like if you watch the movie frame by fr- the Laughing Bandit frame by frame, you can actually see <laughs> a man get stabbed for real in real life in Absolutely. the background of a scene. Well, no,
3: and because this scene would, would have been yeah, cut. I know, of course they, they would. They, it would have but maybe they passed up on it together. Maybe maybe, they, maybe
4: yeah. they oh, they'd use know, it. They'd, they'd it. it. No way. They'd be like, that was the best take. That was yeah. The that most, was, the most only, was the only the
1: only take that we got. That the realest take we got. The producer's niece actually did her job correctly.
4: Folks, I have been on sets where that does come up and I'm like, this is grotesque, (laughs) which is like like, the best scene. It's actual blood. They're like the best scene was where the guy got injured. And you're like, please don't use this. Please yeah. don't use this. That's why Twilight get, Zone, have the movie.
1: Uh, I'll just uh, drop that in for people who know <laughs> that reference. It's not going to go any further. It's nope. extremely dark, folks. Yep.
2: And Harlan Braun successfully defended on on director John on Landis on against charges of murder. The worst thing you could ever see would be three people, and particularly two children, killed right on the film. Uh, when you first see it, it's just overwhelming. The gruesome deaths were recorded on numerous cameras and shown repeatedly at the trial. And as you watch it over and over again, uh, you, know, you become desensitized to it, um, for good and for ill, I think. I mean, you, you tend to forget that there are really human beings there, so that's bad. On the other hand, to analyze it as a technical and why it happened, you have to be desensitized to it. And after a while, you looked at it as just a technical thing where we were looking at what caused the accident.
4: But yeah, so, uh, but this whole backstory where he goes, did you think I was stealing the scene? And, on a, you know, going line by line, like, why does this scene exist? Like, why even have this backstory within a backstory? Yeah, what does this and, tell
1: us about our characters?
4: And it does tell us that Neville is this heroic leading man character, but, like, the second the, the artifice drops... It becomes obvious that everyone hates Neville Sinclair, that he's a mm. piece of shit, a selfish piece of shit. Extremely
1: and, vain, petty. Yes. Yeah.
4: And that he's not a good person. And that he right. would that he would hurt other people to uh help himself. Like I feel like yep. this scene is not necessary, but it is, because it tells you a lot about how the world of you know, Hollywood actually, the second that the artifice can be stripped away, where he's been stabbed, and he's like, I'm just gonna tell the truth, which is that I think you did this intentionally because I was too good and you hated that. So you stabbed me. Love it.
3: Yeah. like, And I think it also sort of reinforces the idea that like he is always the hero in his own story. Like mm-hmm. not only did he impale this man, but he is also going to be the person that saves his life.
1: Yes. Because immediately he after, first of all, you know, did you think I was stealing a scene you know, it could be sort of like a, a funny, like a you know, he's he's trying to to kind of you know make some like I don't think it's like a sincere like oh did you think I was seeing the scene and therefore you stabbed me? I think the guy was like kind of making a quip, you know, much like Neville did earlier with did you know Neville never failed to bring down the house kind of a thing. But the fact that like Neville doesn't like banter back with him, but just smiles and says, "Don't talk, <laughs> don't even yeah. move." Oh,
0: Charlie, oh my God, forgive me, Charlie. I, I had no idea. Did you think I was? stealing the scene don't talk don't even move john uh, get my car and driver get him to the queen of
1: angels gladys yes. you ride with him i'll have my personal physician meet you there yes like he's like i don't i'm not gonna even
4: engage with you like I, just- they're
3: basically like lovers he's <laughs> like don't talk sweet thing yeah.
4: no i think i see the smile differently i see the smile mm. as that he knows he did stab him kind of on purpose and that so you think guy, he actually—that is dark. Okay, okay. Man. This
1: is a theory. So Neville Sinclair, who will of course find out later, is you know a, an actual evil bad. Uh, you know, yeah. not not just a a normal Hollywood actor. But do we think that he intentionally is Charlie? I don't know. Like, I like how like does this fit into Char- the bigger plot of Neville well, being Charlie, a Nazi? Well, Charlie catches agent him. is what I am questioning.
4: <laughs> I feel like Charlie catches him and calls him out on this, and he's mm. like. You know, I can, I know what you're doing. Like, I I see it. And there's joy in Neville's heart that he's like, somebody knows, but you have no mm. power to do anything about it. And that <laughs> makes me smile. That you minute. know, and this, you have nothing you can do about it. Like, I just, I feel like this guy has seen through Neville's shit. And okay. he's got no power.
1: Conspiracy Ben over here. So, my theory... Finally, we
4: get conspiracy bet on the show. My theory is that
1: Charlie has somehow discovered or might have some inkling of Neville's true nature. And when Neville stabs him on the set, it is completely intentional. And he feels that he must do it in order to eliminate Charlie and prevent charlie from blowing his cover because what does he do immediately after this neville very you know in the eyes of the sort of you know cast and crew heroically seeming stands up and offers to use his car and driver to take charlie to the queen of angels hospital and have quote his personal physician Meet him there. Yes, he's so, going to control this. Are story. we thinking another condolence call, guys? Are we Ooh. thinking that Charlie, this might be the last time that Charlie wow. works?
4: No, or Char- Charlie's going to come back Maybe succumbs sin. to That's a wrap. Maybe succumbs wrap to wounds. <laughs> <No>, Perhaps. <laughs> no, no, no. No uh, way, thanks Char- to the. Charlie's part of it. The, they've already filmed enough that Charlie's got to finish the movie by saying, you're gonna go to my hospital, to my doctor, and I'm gonna meet you there to lord over you, says, yeah. I am about to control the narrative of what happened today, because mm. that's the power I have over you, Charlie. Yeah, we might be you signing think-
1: some, some, some agreements, some contracts in that hospital bed to make sure that none of this...
4: Charlie wants to be Neville. Like, all these actors want to be top bill. At the end of the day, sure. that's the hope. And Neville is there to protect his perch. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's there to remind
3: them you will never be you Neville. You will never yeah.
4: be Neville Sinclair. I am Neville Sinclair. And yeah. that's. I just find this whole sequence says a lot about Neville Sinclair that yes. I just think is so subtly done. And I love the movie for making this choice to include this sequence. It's more important than it's given credit. And uh, yes, I'm glad you saw it as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
4: So this moment happens.
3: Neville is fuming. He chews out the director. This was supposed to be a closed set. John, uh,
0: get my car and driver. Get him to the Queen of Angels. Gladys, yes. you ride with him. I'll have my personal physician meet you there. Yes, sir. Victor, yes, come, yes. come here. This is supposed to be a closed set. No visitors. I want that. Jenny banned from
3: the lot whoever that jenny person is neville demands that she be fired and banned from the studio want that jenny banned from the lot and so now rightfully
4: rightfully so quite frankly i mean yeah at the end of the day she did uh that's a major fuck up you can't do that. that's a huge and it's not her fault which is of course so, so we go behind the set jenny very meekly you know tries to play it as calmly as she can jenny
0: jenny i said i'm sorry look i just want to patch things up to a great start look
4: Jenny something really big has happened and I want you to be the first to know Cliff behind the set is already kind of like classic like idiot Cliff that he's like Jenny I said I was sorry like what else do you want from me babe I yeah. said I was sorry like
1: he's like hey I like, showed up at your dumb movie
4: set isn't yeah. that enough
3: I'm pr- yeah. I'm- he said I came to patch things up yeah.
4: and he goes but something big has happened and I want you to be the first to know and gamely she's like I'm listening uh, and this is where He starts to tell the whole backstory of like, I found this engine. Jenny, something really big is happening. I want you to be the first to know. Listen. Me and PB found something that's gonna get us right back on our feet.
1: What
0: do you mean you found something?
4: (laughs) It's an engine, okay? But you strap it to your back and it makes you fly. Without wings.
0: You knocked down half of the castle.
3: Come tell me about an engine. Me and Peavy found something that's going to get us right back on our feet. It's an engine. You strap it to your back mm-hmm. and it makes you fly
4: without wings. Yes, yeah. and while that is happening, we flip to the other side of the wall and the rest of the sequence basically plays from the perspective on the other side of this fake set wall. Neville Sinclair is sitting there and James Horner music has a little cue where mm. evil Neville Sinclair sting music plays and Neville's ears perk up. He These paper
1: thin his... set walls. You hear everything. Do from folks. not have
4: private conversations. Do not have on do set. not
1: reveal sensitive information. You, yes. Yeah. Don't yeah, you're not in a
3: secure yeah, secure location. Neville is bug-eyed, right? He just like he can't believe his ears. Yeah. So
4: he's hearing all this stuff about that this engine has been found. It flies without wings. So he's like, This is the rocket pack. Oh my god. He immediately knows like that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Now that's lovely and important but i want to talk about cliff and jenny as characters because my do we have to do this cliff is yet again just doing like that she goes you know he she's like wait you knocked down half the cast to come tell me about an engine and cliff goes well you're always saying you're the last to know (laughs) and rightfully she says cliff i meant the important things
0: what do you mean you found
4: something (laughs) It's an engine, okay? But you strap it to your back and it makes you fly. Without wings.
0: You knocked down half of the castle to come tell me about an engine? You're always saying you're the last to know. Cliff, I meant the important things. This is important. And so is this acting job. Acting? Yes, acting. Honey, honey, you're walking through the scenery here. That's not fair. This is a good job. The director thinks I'm talented.
4: This pay voucher, the director wants you off the picture. You know, this is a closed
1: set. I have to go. Come on, come on, come on. You know what a closed set means, pal. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Please, Cliff, stop. He goes, Stop. He's like, We
4: got to drain the swamp. Yeah, Yeah. he goes, Acting, stop it. Get some help. She goes, Yes, acting. And Cliff, you dumb bucket of oats. He goes, Honey. You're walking through the scenery here. Uh, and Jenny goes, that's not fair. This is a good job. The di- director thinks I'm talented. And and then a crew guy comes in, hands her her paint slip, and says, what is this? It's a pay voucher. The director wants you off the picture. You know this is a closed set. And Jenny, about to cry, is off. She's like, I'm out of yeah. here. And, uh, you know, <sighs> Jesus Christ, Cliff.
1: The second and he says just, honey, you just know yeah. it's going it's, it's going in a bad direction. Be good. It's honey. So, it's honey. The,
4: it's the second
3: time in this scene where my uh like a red flag went off for me as far as like gender uh, gender dynamics goes, because the director when the director was talking to the actress who plays the noble woman, he calls her sweetheart. Mm. And second time someone is a woman. Is referred to by a man who's in a position of power as sweetheart, honey. Yeah. Which and to be, it be fair, is was happening like ten thing.
4: years ago. That's not. This is a right. This yeah, is a relatively but recent it is, change. I
3: feel like the, the, it is really underscored in this movie throughout this movie a lot. That like, frankly, it sucks to be a woman mm. during this period of time. Like yes. you are just you are just at a disadvantage at all times. Yeah. Being a woman. Even a woman
1: as beautiful and perfect as Jenny Blake is... Yeah, things are not easy.
3: And and a woman who's completely within her right. Yeah. Like the woman who's like in on the right side of things oh, yeah. here. The woman exhibits who was like,
1: extreme grace and who was just doing her job.
3: And she was just doing her maturity. job and her boyfriend showed up and sabotaged her workplace and then she got fired because of him. Yeah. And then she's being lectured to by him after <sighs> he gets her fired. Yeah.
1: Really a double whammy um there, Cliff. Just yeah, just inexcusable. Um, really, really shocking and unfortunate. Uh, and Cliff
4: is rightfully shooed off the set, being like, pal, do you know what a close set is? And I think this next sequence is, again, I just love it. It yeah. is Neville Sinclair is now trying to chase after Cliff. because The way that leaving.
1: Neville storms through the backstage here. He's
4: trying to storm through sh- and incredible every sh- possible... Shoving like
1: 10 people out of his way.
4: Every object Grips, that could technicians, possibly yeah. be people sliding, in moving front of lights, him.
3: scenery flats—it's all just sort of. He's just shoving everyone. This, this is one of my hear?
1: all-time favorite movie tropes. Yes, the love pushing it. people out of your way as you're trying to to walk through an you're area. Trying to
4: get just oh, there's so much stuff in the way. It reminded me a lot of Nordberg, <laughs> the beginning of Naked Gun, where he's just like yes. Yes. everything. He's like wow, like yeah. it's just an object. Yeah. people are objects. I was just actually going
1: to gonna reference uh, Airport, which I watched recently. Do you remember the scene where? Airport? Or airport? Oh, airplane! Sorry, airport. Um, airplane. Where Captain Rex Kramer, uh, you know, is uh, trying to walk through the airport and everyone's coming up, approaching him to like, uh, oh my, and he's just punching everyone who (laughs) even approaches him. Oh my! He tries to just walk through the the
3: airport lobby.
1: Excuse me, we'd like you to have
0: this flower. Excuse me, sir, would you? Donation to the Reverend Moon. Juice for Jesus. Read about Jehovah's Witness. Ah, uh, How about Buddhism? How uh, about Jerry's Kids? Or hey, yes. Scientology! Or nuclear power.
4: Neville's having that same classic, like, it, like, there's just like, there may as well be like a plate glass window walked past, like yeah. a chicken coop may as well drive by, like anything that it's could so get in Neville's I way. Love it. I absolutely love it. And and cliff meanwhile is just happily walking Yeah, he, out he from... knocks
1: over a full uh like uh knight armor uh that, yes. that's like being wheeled in front of him um <laughs> a suit of armor which is like by like two guys trying to wheel it across the set just knocks it over completely <laughs>
4: yeah, and basically cliff also like this is some mr magoo shit like this guy has been in the set for like no more than three minutes, and he destroyed it by just being there. Like, he walked in, breathed, the whole thing fell apart, and then he's like, gotta go. And he's like, happily walking away, like, completely oblivious to the fact that he wrecked Jenny's career, he ruined this movie, he's wrecked the scene that they were just shooting, they've set back, like, millions of dollars. He has the meme where the house is on fire, and it's just like, this is fine. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) he doesn't, he's completely unaware of, of it. And I love, uh... You know, Neville's trying to fight his way through, can't catch up to Cliff, so he's like, Oh crap, I need that rocket. So what does he do? Baby, we gotta get Jenny back in this movie.
1: Yeah, so he having goes lost running Cliff. Over. He's like, Well, let's see if I can find that woman that he was talking to. Keep it coming, I
0: got it. I'm waiting Where's that girl? I told you to fire. I fired
4: her. All right, let's Did he ever get back oh, oh, to
0: Oh, I'm Neville Sinclair. You must be. Jenny Blake.
4: Yes, mm-hmm. and he runs over to Victor, the director. He goes, "Where's that girl? I told you to fire." And Victor literally can't believe the shit he's <laughs> hearing from his actor. Like this guy is having like the worst day of his life, and he's like, "I fired her." Yeah, and Neville but you goes asked running me five off. Seconds ago, Neville goes running off to Jenny, and you know, Victor at that point is like, "Oh my god, I hate my life and my job. Like, I, I can't. This industry? Why did I? Yeah, why did I accept the picture, the laughing bandit? I should be doing." like Hamlet and he's like well, and I chose the laughing fucking bandit and this is the garbage I have to deal with fucking like amateur right he's like over this here. was going to be my this was going to be my big break yeah. yes yeah and uh well this whole sequence is all about Neville trying to get closer to Jenny Blake which is like again the gender dynamics yep. right it's just so it's 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 just comical
3: because so Neville rewind it just a second his his first thing is like let me find that guy Cliff let me find that guy Cliff Cliff is gone. He's vanished, and then the wheels start going in Sinclair's head. He's like, "What's the next best thing? Right. What's the, let me let me get that Jenny girl? I'll sprint across the soundstage, find her, and I'll con her into thinking that I actually care about her. When in reality, I couldn't give a flying fuck. Yeah. She's just a means to an end.
1: Right yeah. the way the way he like uh you know he's he's obviously very like fl- you know sort of flustered and and in, in a state you know as he's rushing around the set." And then when he, once he sees her, spies her across the set, like, packing her stuff up, he, very, he like, changes his whole, like, body language and, like, fixes his hair up to make sure he looks all, like, charming and confident Sociopathic. Again. Yeah. It's, Truly. It's, it's
3: true sociopath behavior. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, which, of course, we will find out is absolutely in line with his character because he is a complete phony and a fake. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yes, so he, you know, after kind of like fluffing his hair, which is also a wig, not his real hair, <laughs> if we should note. <laughs> um, also, we got to shout out one of the one of the incredible wigs
3: uh, great in I mean, history. Great the wig, the, the mustache and the wig are doing so
4: <laughs> yeah, much it's work. So good. It's um, like a well manicured uh, slash from Guns N' Roses without like mm-hmm. the cap on. It's just this beautiful bob yeah, of, a hair, a, of a hair. Yeah,
1: yeah. Pile of curls and fluff on top of his head, but yes. Yeah, so he, uh, you know, very uh, com- composed. Uh, you know, strides over to Jenny and um, and uh, you know, <laughs> does this whole performance. It's uh, yeah. let, let's be honest, it's just another acting job for him. Hello, I'm Neville Sinclair. You must be
0: Jenny Blake. I. I'd hate to think that I may have been... I'm responsible for your having been dismissed. Will you stay? But it's... It's really my fault, Mr. Sinclair. Have you read for the part of the Saxon princess? No. (laughs) I think you might be rather wonderful in the role. I'll see that you do. Perhaps we could discuss it over dinner. I've got a regular table at the South Seas Club, if you're not too bored with the South Seas Club. I'd love to, mister... Neville. Neville. Tonight then. Okay, let's get all the atmosphere over here. Hey ladies in waiting. We're waiting.
1: Let's go. Tells her that he'll arrange for her to read the part of the Saxon princess. Um, well,
3: he apologizes to for for Sardis. He he apologizes right. for having her fired, and Jenny tries to take blame for it. It's really my fault. And, yeah. Then Neville turns on a dime. Have you read for the part of uh Saxton Princess? And Jenny like basically turns ghost white mm-hmm. and has this. Huge she's in smile. tears by the no. way.
1: She's you know like her life's just been ruined. Yeah. And now she's like, have she's- I did
3: I read? F- did I read for the part? Like, what are you talking yeah, about, man? Like whiplash. I just got fired. Yeah, I'm like now blacklisted in Hollywood. My career is done. I have to move back home to, you know, Skokie or, or wherever. <laughs> and you know, like she's, her life is over in her mind. And then he goes, I think you might be rather wonderful in that role. I, I'll see that you do read for it. Perhaps we can discuss it over dinner. I've got a regular table mm. at the South Seas Club. If you're not too bored with the South Seas Club, and she's like, "What am I even yeah, here? Am I too?" I'm
4: daydreaming bored right with now. The South
3: Seas Club. Yeah. Also, like, I, it's
4: super important that he mentions the South Seas Club because of earlier, course. when we were in the Bulldog, and Cliff is proving to be yet another kind of not great boyfriend, and takes her to, uh, the, you know, the Bulldog Cafe instead of a real date, the place that he mentions when Jenny's like, "We should go to a real place." The place he basically mentions, like, hey, why don't you, th- th- why don't you throw in the South Seas Club while you're, while we're dreaming, while so, you're dreaming, and suddenly dreaming. this
1: dream is now becoming it's, a reality. Yeah, tonight. Yeah,
3: it's happening tonight. Yeah, this whole thing. All of a sudden, she is not only going from being blacklisted in Hollywood to now actually having a speaking part in a major motion picture with Neville Sinclair. She's going from polar opposite. She's going from uh, eating at the Bulldog Cafe with a, you know, p- broke, p- fuck-up, loser boyfriend to dating maybe a movie star. Like, literally on, like, a moment's notice. Like, her whole life is just literally changing before her
1: eyes. And at this yeah. point,
4: I gotta agree with what Peavy said. If this Lady, if this girl run, flies the coop, it's going to be your fault. This is entirely... Gee, you think? that's fault.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I got to say, just this moment between uh Sinclair and Neville Sinclair and Jenny, guys... I know we've talked about him before. Major, major Harvey Weinstein vibes. Here. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, very much. Gross, couch. gross. The leery gross. Yes. eye that as he's like walking away, he's still kind of yeah. looking at her.
3: Maybe I can give you a part in my movie. Yeah, like, it's just he's
4: rolling out the red carpet of power. Of just like mm-hmm. I'll take you to the South Seas mm-hmm. yeah. Club. I'm going to make your your life come true. But this is a uh, definitely. I promise. This has nothing to do with the the jetpack that I just overheard. Yes, yeah. 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 like know? he's, and to be he's clear, doing it, this for the jetpack but he's done this before to other actresses for sure he's just pulling the playbook out
1: yeah not 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 never formally asking her on a date but just saying perhaps we could discuss it over dinner so this is Mm -hmm. if you really want dangling yeah we're gonna we're we're talking work here if you really want this role you're gonna have to come on a date with me to my favorite restaurant yeah
3: yeah so they they agree on dinner and it's said. It's very clear what's happening here, and something I, I love is how Neville, walking away from this scene after Jenny's agreed to have dinner with him, basically nearly crushes <laughs> Irma. <I laughs> she's know. standing like Poor she's Irma's standing right behind standing him, and he's just like, oh. Yeah, like almost. She's yeah. just bearing witness yeah. to this whole thing. Almost yeah. walks back and he's sort of. He sort of looks at her like she's scum, yeah, yeah. which, by the way, is basically exactly what he thinks of Jenny, only she has something to offer yes, him, yes. so he's pretending it's not how he feels. Yes. But um, I just thought it was really telling. Yeah, he doesn't even and, acknowledge her yeah.
1: or say, like, oh, excuse Hilarious. me, he just looks like, yeah. at her and then just, like, continues walking away, like, what are you, yeah. do? what are you doing? Can yes, out it out is
4: truly, like, uh, you should, like, why are you here? Like, well, who are you? Like, yeah, get away from me! Basically. Definitely
1: had no idea who these women's names were before, like this very moment. Um, had certainly never, you know, thought twice about them until yep. like just now. And, and, uh, and, oof, baby, we are off to the races now, because uh, <laughs> quite literally we are. Yep.
0: My <laughs>
4: You have, have to, to be, be willing, willing to, re-watch to rewatch a
1: movie.